I'm Steve. Hey, and I'm Byron. And we are Old Guys Bitching. Um, so I I know you have stuff to talk about. Yeah, but you go first. You you I, I, we I, say I don't think I don't think we can avoid the elephant in the room. And by that I mean a Republican. Uh, <laughs> it, it, the big orange one that yes. uh, sits in the Oval Office doing nothing except uh, undermining this country. What he did yesterday, as we record this, yesterday was his uh, fateful uh, summit with Vladimir Putin, his handler, um, and it was an absolute embarrassment, not only an embarrassment for this country, but it was a major shock. And even his own teammates, other Republicans, were talking about how disgraceful it was. Oh, yeah, but, uh, but he made up for it today. He said he misspoke. He said would when he meant to say wouldn't. Oh, bullshit. He, <laughs> he, he misspeaks every time he opens his mouth. And, and it's like, how much more do we have to put up with? I wonder that myself. And it really does come down to um, the Republican Party, which uh, members of the Republican Party control both the Senate and the House of Representatives, particularly the House of Representatives, where there is a group laughingly called the Freedom Caucus. Uh, that's freedom from morals, apparently. Yes, morals, ethics, uh, laws, everything else. Uh, you know, just to cement that, uh, one of the members of the Freedom Caucus, uh, caucus in addition to this Jim Jordan clown from Ohio, uh, uh, is yeah. Mo Brooks. Mo Brooks of my home district in Alabama, uh, of which his... Uh, his re-election slogan is now "No Mo Mo," followed by "Mo Gotta Go." That's his own slogan. There, you know, he just uh, <laughs> took it on. Doesn't even—he's he's totally unclear on the concept. Right. You're supposed to run for re-election, <laughs> asshole. Um, but but then again, he's done everything he could to undermine himself. But will the wonderful voters of Alabama wise up and not re-elect him? Yeah, you know, I I hope so. I don't trust him. I know him. You know, I've seen them in the stores. I, I, I know who they are. I know them personally. I would not go to their houses. They shop at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Um, well, speaking of, of shopping at Walmart, I had, uh, so as you know, I had to be home early today to await the arrival of my new washing machine. Hand crank? It is. It is. <laughs> no, you actually have to get in like a hamster. Oh, just, cool. Move it around. No, I. It, it's a wonderful. It's a, a whirlpool cabrio washing machine. In fact, it's so beautiful. I am. I'm contemplating taking a picture of it and using it as my profile picture on dating websites. All right, because that that way, you know, any woman looking will say, "Good, he can do laundry. He can do laundry." It's like he's good to have around. I'm useful for something. Um, <laughs> I, I was actually once riding in a car full of women. I, I was the only male in the car. And they're talking. I'm sitting there, and they're talking about the only thing men are good for is sex. Well, you could have been the star of the car then. Well, they were all married. 
women. One of the, one of them happened to be my wife at the time. But <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> so I, I couldn't exactly volunteer for anything. But they were they were basically they were all trashing their husbands and saying that's all they were good for. Oh my goodness! Well, at least they were good for something, and good for something that men like to be known to be good at. Yeah, actually, I wish my wife thought I was good for that, and uh, maybe we'd still be married. Well, were any um, of the other women sticking up for you? But, uh, no. Were you sticking <laughs> up for them? No. It was like I wasn't there. <laughs> I, 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 I was totally invisible. But, uh, but I wanted to say something because I, I got this washer, and as much technical problems as we've had with various uh, software programs um and i'll tell you about my phone in a second oh good but this lovely washer came with this little card as i'm holding up to to byron oh that's lovely look at that yeah and all you have to do is take a little picture of this and you text it to them and you get a text right back with a link to finish the the process and it's all done well, groovy. And voila, you're registered. And I said, well, that's, you know, that's what they need to do. They, they keep complaining that people don't register their uh, devices and equipment and all that when they get it. And the easier they make it, it's really hard to say no. Yeah. Now, let, let me jump in on that, uh, the, you know, the wide world of technical support, because yesterday I did it. I did it. I made the big move. Now, I'm, I may regret it, and I may go back, but yesterday, yep, I cut cable. You did what? I cut cable. I am no longer connected uh, television-wise to cable. So how, how are you getting your video entertainment? Well, you know, obviously I still am connected to the Internet, seeing as how we're on Skype, and I don't have a hand-crank version of that. But uh, so, you know, I'm reasonably, you know, wiring adept and that sort of thing. So I have, um, like, you know, and I've had this for years, Roku, that I get streaming entertainment Which from. Which I also have. Yes. And so when I was, uh, you know, going down to uh, just internet, and, you know, the uh, the people at my local cable service were fighting me tooth and nail. Going, no, no, you'll actually need, no, you, you, of course, you, everybody needs TV. You, how will you ever get local channels? And I said, well, I have this excellent HDTV uh, antenna. It's hooked up. It's working now. So um, anyway, they, they couldn't let me go without something. So this something in my area is called uh, Contour. Now, I have no cable boxes or anything like that. It's just a, a thing. It's an app that's on my phone. And they said... Well, with uh, just straight internet and contour for which there is no charge, of course there's a charge. They just don't, you know, separate it out. Uh, they said, you, you get free HBO. Well, yeah, I, I thought, well, that's kind of cool. So I said, now, if I get to get that, how do I get it from my phone to my television? They said, oh, well, no, it's just, it's simple. It's simple. You just uh, download the app, and then you you uh, hit the app, and it tells you how. You know what? It doesn't. 
<laughs> so I call him back. I, I call him back and said, you know, I'm about to take all of these cable boxes and wires and remote controls down to my nearby uh, cable uh, shop and drop them off. Is there somebody there who can tell me how to do this? Well, of course, anybody at the counter can tell you how to do this. So I went in, and no kidding, you know, I live in Las Vegas. It's not too far from Area 51. I swear everybody behind from the counter had to be an alien. They all just just had, had that alien look about them. So I, I step up to one guy, and I, you know, give him the uh, cable boxes and stuff, and he says, now, is there anything I can help you with? I said, yes, I have the Contour app on my phone, and I just want to know uh, how I can actually see, say, the HBO feed on my television. And he said, well, first you have to download the app. I said, okay, downloaded. Now, how can I see it? He says, well, uh, just start the app up, and it will tell you how. I said, no, it doesn't. So he takes my phone in his alien way, and he uh, he clicks on the app, and he looks at it, and he says, well, I was absolutely certain that there was uh, instructions here on how to you can view this on your television. I said, you know what? If you can't find them, I can't find them. <laughs> and he says, well, let me give you a phone number, and they will explain it to you. And he writes down the phone number. I said, that's tech support. That's that's the person who told me to come here. <laughs> and he said, well, well you, you, you can try again. So I tried again. And then the person, I said, do you have, you have an, uh, an iPhone? And he says, yeah. I said, do you have the Contour app? He says, no. I said, download it. So <laughs> the guy does. And I said, now tell me how I can view this feed on my television screen because there is no Roku app for it. And he said, well, it's simple. The instructions, you know, let me, uh, uh, let me elevate this. Uh, here is your service number and you will get a call explaining this. I said, oh, thank you. That was yesterday afternoon about one o'clock. I'm still waiting. Yeah, because they're trying to figure it out. Yeah. They don't know either. Does anybody have instructions for this thing? And now I'll, yeah. I'll be able to say, okay, uh, I want you to peel this, char whatever this charge is for contour that you tell me there's no charge for. I want you to peel it out so that I'm only paying for straight internet. I'm, I'm waiting for that battle. I'm, I'm yeah. girded. Yeah. They, no, who, you'll, who wait, you'll wait forever. I, I had to go in uh, Friday. I went into a, there's a place here. I don't know if they have them in Las Vegas. Car toys. Car toys. Car toys. Is that the, have, is that the like the one with the big vending machine with with full size cars in it? Uh, uh, no, that's a new that that'll be in ten years. The uh, but no, this this is a place called Car Toys where they have all these neat car electronics. Oh. And I had taken my car in there months ago. To get my radio replaced. Right. My yeah, radio, we... yeah, my radio, the, the light died on the radio. So I couldn't see what was happening on the radio. And, and I would have had to, the one that came with the car, I would have had to go to the dealer, have them pull it out, send it back to Michigan, 
have them fix it and send it back to me. God knows how long that would take, and I couldn't be without a, a, a radio. So I said, I'll, you know what, I'll just go buy a, a cheap radio and put it in the car. And I, I got this, a, a really nice radio with Bluetooth and uh, the hands-free um, phone and all that stuff. But all of a sudden, recently, um, in the middle of playing music or on a call or whatever, there's all of a sudden, a, and it's it's random. There's like no set time when this happens, but randomly I'll get this beep and Bluetooth goes away. Well, that's because the little elf that lives inside your radio is got has gotten bored with your conversation or your music. I I think that's very possible, but it's it's annoying nevertheless. I mean, it's not, it doesn't disconnect your call. Um, it just sends it back to your phone which is now attached to my dashboard, so I can't hear what anybody's saying. So if it's not going through the car audio system, forget it. So I bring it in Friday, I explain it to the guy, he goes, uh, can we go out to your car and check? Sure, let's go out to my car. 90 something degrees out in the car, it's lovely. I wouldn't let the dog go with me because I didn't want her to get sick in the car, but I'm okay in a closed car with this guy from Car Toys. And he checks it out and sure enough, beep beep, and it, he goes, oh, that's weird. Oh, of course, it's, it's I, lovely I when they, they throw their own observations in. Right, so I said, well, uh, you know, uh, it's a Kenwood receiver. And Kenwood had said to me, well, if, if nothing else works, take the faceplate off, do a reset. There's a button in behind there to do a reset. Reset it and then down, see if there's a, a new firmware that has to be downloaded. Well, how the hell do I do that? It's not connected to anything. Where do, what do I connect it to to get this firmware and how do I even check? Anyway, I didn't, couldn't even figure out how to get the faceplate off. So he comes out, he takes off the faceplate, he does the reset, it still does it. He goes, uh, we're going to have to have him take it and back and pull it out and check all the wiring and everything. Okay, fine. So, oh, no, we can't do it now. I had to go back the next morning it, to get time. I go back the next morning. I get a different guy. The different guy goes, uh, can I go out to your car and see? We go out to the car and he checks it out. Sure enough, it does uh, the beep beep and it disconnects. And he goes, oh, it's really weird. Yo, thank you. That's what the guy yesterday said. Glad you have the same diagnosis here. So he, he goes, uh, all right. And he's trying all kinds of, he says, well, let me let me try my phone. Well, he couldn't get his phone connected because my phone was still connected. So I had to disconnect my phone from the radio completely, like cut off the pairing, and he pairs his phone with it. It doesn't do it with his phone. Oh, man. <laughs> so, okay, it's not the radio. It's your phone. So I, in the meantime, my phone, which was a Samsung, it's a Samsung galaxy which i think is japanese or korean for piece of crap um because the galaxy is is garbage and so anyway it's it's the phone and i've got a, i've having other issues with the phone they tell me to do a factory reset and they explain how to do the factory reset i do the factory reset of course it wipes out everything on the phone i do a backup from the, the, I had all the stuff from the phone backed up. I reload that onto the phone. But of course, it doesn't reload my ringtones 
So all my custom ringtones are gone, and I'm having to recreate them from scratch. Some are showing up, others aren't. I don't know what's happening, and, and I hate the, the ringtone in this thing. But in the meantime, I do this total reset. It still does it. Oh, jeez. It still does the beep beep and switches back to radio, and not even a radio station I listen to. A random station. It, it's NPR, at least, so that's good. But... Then I look at it, so I figure, okay, I'm not going to worry about car toys. I'm not going to wait for Kenwood to respond. And, and I look at this up. Well, guess what? It's a problem on the galaxies. Oh, geez. They randomly disconnect from Bluetooth. Well, how exciting. So I now have to make another trip to a Verizon outlet where they're totally useless. I mean, they're not, I mean, you know, they're nice. But all they want to do is sell new stuff. They don't want to deal with an old phone. So, uh, you know, it's just like, oh, well, you know, how old's your phone? It's, it's not even two years old yet. Well, you know, that's old. Of course it for is. For phones. It's, you know. it's time to get a new one. You might want to think about getting a new one. So now i got to go back to Verizon and fight with them to see if they can figure out how to make my Bluetooth work and not disconnect. Oh, boy. Well, you know... Um, Yesterday, you and I had a, a brief text conversation, and uh, I mentioned that I had a topic that I would discuss on OGB, as we yes. we call it when we're texting. Yes, and uh, it's it's also a uh, a service when we remember what it stands for, a service <laughs> uh, personnel sort of thing. You see, last week, last week I went in to a doctor appointment and my uh, doctor's office which is overseen by an md then has other personnel there who actually do the work and i will have to say the physician's assistants are very very good but they've they've had some new uh, personnel come in so i i, I get uh, called, you know, to come back and go into the little room where they check all your vitals. And the uh, the young lady who takes me back said, would you step up on the scale? So before I stepped up on the scale, I did as I always do, and that is I slipped my shoes off. And she went, no, no, no yeah, uh, uh, put, put your shoes back on. I said, I've never um, had myself weighed in this office with my shoes and my shoes weigh probably a couple of pounds uh, so can we just not skew the uh the curve and she said but uh the the rules are you, you have to have your shoes on i said uh, you want to direct me to that rule so <laughs> finally she uh she conceded i stepped up on the scale which is you know one of those old-fashioned slide the weights scale and she's sliding the main weight over and over further and further. And then she tries to balance it out with the uh, the smaller weight, and it's not working. And I said, probably the reason it's not working is because you have the main weight set at 200, and I weigh less than 200. <laughs> <laughs> And, and so, so anyway, she had the the other weight, you know, back uh, at about the thirty five pound mark, and she said, "Well, let let me just write this down." I said, "But 
you see, I don't weigh 235 pounds. I weigh less. So she said, but but right now the scale says this. I said, um, let me do this for you. So I, I, I backed it up, got to my correct weight, which is about 169 pounds. And she well, That's a big difference. Yes. But she says, well, I'll write both of them down. I said, yeah, I said, yeah, yeah, you, you, you do that. <laughs> and then we went to do blood pressure. Well, she had the cuff too far down on my uh, on my arm, so that actually the um, cut, cutting it off was like below my elbow <laughs> instead of above can, my elbow. Can, can I just ask one thing? Does yes. this woman have a Trump Pence bumper sticker on her car? Probably. I didn't check. She got a blood pressure. You'll love this, Steve. This is superb blood pressure. A blood pressure of 78 over 29. What? <laughs> and I said, what? I said, sorry, I would probably be dead. Let me help you with this, yeah. too. <laughs> so I put the cuff in the correct location. I said, you know, I, I really probably shouldn't actually listen to see when the, uh, the vein closes. Uh, so... <laughs> So, but 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 you do it, and I'll watch the meter. So I got my correct um, blood pressure, which was like uh, one hundred two over uh, seventy three or something like that, which is you know that that's, that's normal, very good normal range. Yeah. Um, I mentioned that to my doctor. I said you might want to uh, to send her back to the shop, just for rebooting or whatever. <laughs> And my doctor just looked at me in a very pained manner. We talked to something uh, about some other things. She wanted to do a new, a new blood panel, and then uh, she said, "So I'll I'll send uh, I'll send somebody back in to set up your appointment, your return appointment." Of course, it was the same young lady, <laughs> and she said, "Can you come in on Friday?" Now this was Wednesday. I said, "What Friday day after tomorrow?" And she said, "Yes." I said, well, that's real fast. You know, they can get the results back that fast? She said, well, we have appointments available that day. I should have caught on to that. <laughs> I should have caught on. So I, I, said, I said, okay. So she set me up for an appointment. So on Friday, I come back to the office. I sign in. I sit down. And the, uh, the, uh, the person behind the counter calls me up in that accusatory tone. Byron. So I step up and say, yes. And she's, what are you here for today? I said, I'm here to <laughs> see the results of my blood panel. And she said, you don't have an appointment. What? I said, yeah, yes, I do. I made an appointment uh, on Wednesday. I was told it was today. And I specifically asked day after tomorrow and was told, yes. Well, we don't have a record of that. I said, you know, um, little little issue going on here. We need to get some stuff straightened out. So uh, I need to speak to the office manager. And then in her uh, accusatory way, she said, All right, but she's busy. Take a seat. She'll be out shortly. I said, you know what? Not my first rodeo. I'll just stand here <laughs> in, in front of you. Until the office manager comes out. She just kind of glares at me, and she doesn't do anything. And so I'm just standing there, knowing she hasn't done anything, just standing there. 
And another person comes in and says to me, uh, excuse me, uh, I need to sign in. I said, oh, well, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm ahead of you. <laughs> and so then the the person behind the counter looks at me, picks up the phone, and says, can you come out? There's a, a patient who would like to see you. And then she said, no, he's pretty insistent. No, I don't think we can uh, get him uh, to take a seat. And then she looks at me and she says, she'll be out. And so this woman comes bustling out and says, yes, what's going on? I said, well, what's going on is you have some issues in this office. First off, you have a medical assistant who doesn't know how to operate the scale. Or, and I got to throw in this because it's one of my favorite words, you know, outside of spatula. This is one of my favorite words. She doesn't know how to work a manual sphygmomanometer. Oh, my God. I... (laughs) How did how did you pull where did first of all where did you pull that from? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I used to teach improv and we used to do this <laughs> medical sketch, and, it, and so we were using stuff you know where they had funny names like sphygmomanometer. That, that's a great. I I don't think I could say that. <laughs> but anyway, that I said, and apparently I got assigned to an appointment that was not recorded. Now. If you would like, I can take this to the doctor. Like I said, we have a doctor who supervises everything, who's not actually, yeah, you know, I don't know if she's an alien from Area 51 or not. But, <laughs> but that, you know, that was a pretty good threat because they suddenly made me a new appointment. They even called the lab to see when the results would be ready so I could get them real fast. So wow. I, so I'm probably on the list now, you know, at, at the doctor's are, office. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm on the list. I, I walk in. People will put on helmets and fasten seatbelts. You know, I, 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 I always go into my doctor's office intent on entertaining them. And I do. I get lots of laughs at the doctor's office because I figure – if I'm on their good side, if they're happy to see me coming, then I'll live longer. Well, I was on their good you know, side. <laughs> because I don't want them to say, uh, you're terminal. <laughs> and if you're a miserable miserable patient, I'm sorry, you've only got three months left. And They can do that. Oh, yeah. I think they can do that. But then just flip it right back to them and go, I have three months, three months that I can continue to come in here. All right. And then they'll, they'll say, uh, too much. Go, oh, I'll do it. Tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll be here first thing. You know? Yeah, what's the old joke? You have three months left to live. I want a second opinion. And you're ugly, too. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, but anyway, so I'm on the list, and I'm proud of it. Well, good for you. I think I think we are you know that's one of the joys of being old is it's it's written somewhere that you have the absolute right to be a total pain in the ass to everyone around you. Yeah, and uh, you know I do want to recommend my procedure to uh, you when you go back to car toys. Just we- treat them all like aliens and demand to see the person in charge. And make, now, make sure that he knows that you're a bigger asshole than he is. Yeah, I could say, take me to your leader. Right. Um, we don't have one on this planet, so <laughs> it's okay. Uh, but, you know, I, I am convinced. Now, I don't know what it is, but since I've moved to the Seattle area, I am convinced there are aliens among us. Because uh, there are people here 
in this area, I don't recall it being this way in L.A. or New York, but somehow in the Seattle area, there are all kinds of people who look like any second they're going to peel off their skin and there'd be a lizard creature underneath. And, you know, it, it probably is a fact, you know, at least around here with Area 51, uh, they, they tend to have gray skin, slanty eyes, and no mouths. So you can identify them pretty quickly, like all the yeah. people behind the counter at my cable office. You know, they, they don't do the disguise around here. But in Seattle, you know, they might want to try and fit in a little more just so they yeah. can get coffee. Maybe. Maybe. In in Nevada, they're aliens or Republicans. Oh, okay. And you can tell you're not from Nevada. I'm not from Nevada. Uh, oh, you, I'm sorry. See, you you, you, you Nevada, totally blew Nevada. Them. That's the, we, you know, around here when we have national television coverage, we can always tell when the person is, is new to uh, doing coverage here. They mispronounce it. And uh, then we rail on it. You know, pe- people get on the local television station that has a feature called The Rant. And, you know, they just say, all right, you got somebody from D.C. who doesn't know how to say Nevada. Well, on, on that note, guess what? Oh, I hear the little dangling. We're, no, actually, that was my wind chime <laughs> in front of my house. <laughs> well, but, well, good, because I'm glad it wasn't your dangling. <laughs> but it, it, we are uh, about six seconds away. We'll see if this thing has a sound to it. <laughs> Here it goes. Nothing. Oh, man. There's you, no alarm. You should have put, I thought I set one. Put the old Chuck Berry song in there, my dangling. Oh, my goodness. Oh, now oh, my phone's there. ringing. Okay. That's your phone? <laughs> that's mine. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, anyway, that's it for uh, for this week and for whatever. Are we on a weekly basis? Who Does knows? anybody know? We, our listener, please write to us and tell us. Do you listen to us weekly or randomly? It's probably going to be randomly every other year. Probably. All right. Anyway, until next time. uh, Oh, lovely. Just lovely. Isn't that nice? (laughs) I'm Steve. And I'm Byron. And we are Old Old Guys guys Bitching. Bitching.